Welcome to 25 at 25. In 2017, VML celebrated its 25th anniversary. And this is a podcast series we've dedicated to exploring the people and the offices who make up our growing VML family. I'm John Cook, the CEO of VML, and I went far and wide for this particular podcast. We got to record this in Johannesburg, South Africa, in a week of very exciting news. VML was evolving from native VML to VML South Africa in the country, and along with that came evolution of our leadership. I got to have a conversation with VML South Africa CEO Jared Sinman and VML South Africa Managing Director Danielle Stiles, both newly appointed in their positions, but have been leaders of VML for years before. It was a very timely conversation because we got to talk about their views about VML South Africa, the culture, their leadership styles, and all the exciting things happening there. But also we got to talk a lot about the country and some of the unique opportunities and challenges facing South Africa from government revolution to a water shortage in Cape Town. It was fascinating to get their view of both VML South Africa and South Africa as a country. Okay, hi Danielle and Jared. Um, welcome to 25 at 25. This has to be the farthest that I've gone for one of these. We've been we recorded them, a lot of them in Kansas City. We've done some in London, some in Miami. We've talked to people all over the world, but traveling here to Johannesburg today, it's, it's great to be with you guys, and thanks for agreeing to join the podcast. It's a big, big week uh, here in South Africa, not just in Johannesburg, but here in Cape Town. How are you guys feeling about this big week? Um, yeah, big week, definitely. We've spent a lot of time with our clients in the last two days, but I think after the great presentation we had today, to see that resonate with all of our staff is just so incredible because we take it for granted um, working so closely with you guys and the, the VML brand that everyone knows what that means right. and how it feels for us, but to to actually put that up for everybody today and get that to resonate with them was just really incredible. And the feedback afterwards, um, it just hits home of why we, we always say, you know, we feel as if we're all part of one family and it really rang true for them. And then, as I say, really exciting to be on the journey with our clients and being the people to introduce this to them and the exciting future. Yeah, it's been a really fun week so far. Um, great. And I mean, the, it's gone as good as we could have hoped and the response has been fantastic. And yeah, it's just, um, you know, we're constantly reinforcing our own beliefs, which is how great the decision was to join VML in the first place and, and what a great fit it is for, for all of us from a, from a values point of view and a, and a work point of view. And, and yeah, so it's been awesome. Well, you guys have been um, a big part of the news this week. So a lot of changes here in, in VML South Africa, all exciting. And this week's been all about announcing them. One of the big announcements has been new leadership team. But it's a weird thing to say new, because you guys have both been, A, a part of VML or native VML for a long time. And you've worked together for, I think, the two of you for at least 17 years. But now we enter a new era where, Danielle, you'll be the managing director of VML South Africa. And Jared, you're the new CEO of VML South. These, these titles are very fancy. <laughs> so tell us about the new roles. And I'm sure you'll say a lot of it's the same as what you're doing because you guys have been leading this company for, for so long. But uh, tell us about the new roles. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it is a, there is a lot of continuity in it. I think that the way I see it is um, there's, there's no one left to blame. If so, I have to, <laughs> I'm the last guy on the line. So that's one thing. Um, I think it's... Um, for me, it's 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 about being a little bit less internally focused. So I suppose looking out more for spending more time with clients and being a little bit more um, of the public face of the organization. 
Um, and just, yeah, and, and just kind of orchestrating the leadership team. We have a very, very flat structure. We have a lot of great leaders in our business. No one here needs or likes to be kind of pushed around at all what to do. And that's not my kind of leadership style anyway. So I think I'm still figuring out what the changes are. But it, in some ways, it's quite subtle because there are a lot of the same faces. But there is something um, tangibly different about being the person who has to ultimately stamp um, one style and organization. And then obviously my partner Di and myself very much work as a team. So that's also an interesting evolution for us to be able to leading, to be able to lead the business together. We tried to get Diane for this podcast and she apparently does not want any part of this podcast. She's used every excuse <laughs> she's, in the world to get out of it. She's working on an so. important client piece of work. <laughs> Clearly. But, and then Danielle, you'll be, you'll still, you've always worked across, you know, Cape Town and Joburg, but you know, what, what do you want to bring to the role in, in, in terms of consistency across those cities and geographies? So first and foremost, um, I've been working very closely with Jared and Di over many, many years, but specifically in the last um, four years, we've really come together um, around the operations of the business. And um, as Jared said, has been, have been quite internally focused. My role as operations director before was also externally focused um, with project management. So um, a lot of that stays the same, but I'm also going to be exposed now to parts of the business um, the office side, the logistics side, the IT side, which is, it's obviously really exciting for me um, and just really gives me the, the, a more round, full picture. Personally, um, I think it's been um, a huge eye-opener just how um, appreciative people are of the fact that um, I've been uh, offered this position, being uh, the first female in a managing director position at NEDA VML. I mean, I was completely blown away by so many personal um, messages via email, via telephone mm -hmm. calls. Um, just really people I've never even spoken to before went out of their way to make a personal connection with me, just saying, you know, they think it's absolutely fantastic having um, a, a woman in um, this position and, you know, they, they've got my back and all those great things. But I really, for me personally, want to make that mean something to everybody here. And, um, being a woman is one thing. I'm also a new mom. Um, yes. My daughter is uh, one and a half at Olivia. home. Olivia, that's yeah. right. And, um, you know, I often, e even before this um, uh, promotion, I, I was asked, you know, how, how can you have, you know, such a big position here and still manage to fit in being a mom? And the truth is you need an amazing support structure, which I'm very lucky um, to have. But there is no reason you have to pick. And I think that is, I've been very fortunate at Native VML and now VML to, to you know, never had to be put in a box. Right. Not and to compromise one side of you, one piece of your life. Absolutely. And I think we, we are very, Jared Dyer and myself are very passionate about making that um, feasible for everybody. And it's, it's not only about moms or about being a woman. You know, we really want to be a very diverse company that enables you to have a, a life or, or have all of your interests as important to you as what work is and try to figure out what that balance is, that we're getting the best of you, but you're also getting the best of yourself. Well, we've got the, um, the VML Global Meeting coming up in Santa Monica here in a couple of weeks. I know you both will be there, which is fantastic, your energy at that. 
will be great. You've been at those before. But this is, I think this will be the longest you're away from Olivia. Is that what you told me? I may get the facts wrong. But that, that is right. How's so, that going to be? Eight days or no? Uh, yeah, eight days, seven <laughs> nights. So um, tomorrow we're, we're all going to Cape Town. It will be my first night away. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this is my little prep for one <laughs> night. And then we're, we're going to dive in the deep end for seven mm-hmm. nights. But again, I've got an amazing support structure. Um, uh an amazing husband who is equal to me in this partnership who happens to really understand our industry as well so yeah i mean the, the hardest part is obviously just going to be me flying for 17 hours <laughs> yeah you're the one who's gonna have the problem I think. absolutely but Olivia i mean there's facetime and there's there, there's technology all around us so yeah it's it's going to be completely fine well south africa i mean it's as an ev as I've come here a couple times, it's it's definitely a long journey, and it's definitely a place you want to you purposely have to go. Nobody just goes through South Africa mm-hmm. to get anywhere, um, kind of like Australia in that regard. But tell us some things from a marketing standpoint that are unique about South Africa, because I'd I love that there's so many people that listen to this podcast that are outside of South Africa. Mm-hmm. I'd love to get both of your take on mm-hmm. just uniqueness of of being a marketer here, where the industry stands. Just you guys both have a a nice take on that. So, South Africa is one of the most unequal societies in the world. In fact, nine of the ten most unequal cities in the world are in South Africa. Um, and so, the difference between being a wealthy person in South Africa and a poor person is, is really, really extreme. Um, so, for clients who are selling their products to a wealthier set, like if you're a car company or something, you're okay because you're almost in the first world. You've got great internet. You've got great television, you've got all kinds of other cool stuff. Um, For the mass market brands that are selling, you know, FMCG type goods, you really are talking to two completely different kinds of people. And and that that is quite, it's not unique, but it certainly is um, a very pronounced um, feature of our society um, and a very challenging one in terms of social stability and, and all of those kinds of things. Um, I think it's a very exciting um, country to operate in. You know, we, we are in, in Africa, we're in the African context. We are seen still as a kind of gateway to the continent, which although there's, there's been a little bit of a slowdown in our economy in the last few years, I think, um, you know, there's no reason why that can't get back on track. And I think with VML as well, it's potentially a way that we start moving into the continent. When, whenever I see the VML map, those two little dots down on the bottom of Africa mm-hmm. and nothing else. I think, you know, it's obvious that we've got to get into those markets mm-hmm. over the next few years. So I think that um, it's a very, it's a, it's a melting pot country. And in many ways as well, the last thing I'll say is it's, it's one of the proving grounds for the diversity experiment because we've come from a history of such incredible prejudice and racism and, and oppression. And we've managed somehow, and some days, I don't know how, but some days, we, we, but um, we've managed to kind of get out of that. And actually, I think we are an experiment society. We are a place where we are, we are trying to put into practice genuine diversity and genuine you know, melding of cultures. And I think at its best, it's, it's just incredible. There's nothing like it in the world, um, but, but we've got a long, a long way to go. And Danielle, you, well, Jared, you talked about the two dots in a map. If you look at the globe, they just look like these dots that are right next to each other. And they say, oh, that's South Africa. But you work across both cities. Cape Town and Joburg is a whole lot more country than just those two cities. But how would you, how would you describe to somebody not in South Africa the difference between Joburg and Cape Town? I was actually um, saying to Beth in the car yesterday, um, 
they're nothing alike. <laughs> so Joburg is definitely um, the city, the financial hub happening, uh, fast-paced. Um, and I think even in terms of our traffic, the taxis, there's, some, there's definitely a vibe that happens in Joburg. Um, you land in Cape Town, you've got the big mountain and everything takes a little bit of a, a slower pace. Um, it's, it's very European, actually, in terms of, um, if you compare the two, amazing food, amazing people, very active sporting culture. Um, so they're completely, completely different um, cities in one country. So we, Jared and I, are both very fortunate. We travel up and down quite a bit. And both offices, although our values and our culture is in both offices, completely you know, you know when you arrive there, you almost have to, you have to slightly change where your Cape Town hat because <laughs> you know. And in Cape Town, we've got um, the Pinelands office at Old Mutual, and we've got our Woodstock office. And even between that, corporate to agency life, it's also a slightly different take. So outside, when you're coming to, just as Beth and Debbie and I traveling down here for this week, everybody hits you when you say you're going to South Africa with a sweeping comment of. Um, you know there's a water crisis in South Africa, when actually the water crisis is in Cape Town and that surrounding area. But you know, it gets generalized around the world. And um, what's, what's your take on the, on, on the, the water crisis? It's definitely a crisis in, in, in Cape Town, and we're heading there tomorrow. Absolutely. Give everybody kind of an update of, of what that is and how real that is. It really hits you hard when you're here. So the, the sad part about this is we've known there's been a crisis coming for over well, there's, there's some evidence now coming out that we've known for 10 years this is coming. But definitely in the last two years, um, two years ago we were flying down and as you arrive there's big signs saying, you know, water crisis. But no one's done anything about it. And I guess that's part of the saddest thing about our country is that we've got um, all the intelligence, all the equipment, all the money, um, which is is not used on the stuff that it should be used. So here we've now sat back for two years watching nothing happened really and when I landed in Cape Town two weeks ago it was it was really an eye-opener what is normally a very green lush beautiful city is bone dry it's brown and there really is no water so at our office um, we have put in quite a few um, measures to try and uh, prolong our water so we've got 16 water tanks that hold about 10,000 liters of water each but um, because of the rainfall they're only sitting at about 35% full we've the building we're in is quite an old building but we've managed to with with an amazing landlord swap over most of the toilet systems to use this water in the tanks but again if there's no water filling up the tank it's not a it's not a um, a solution that's going to last very long. We also have three underground boreholes in the at the Cape Town office. All of the, this is just going to buy us some more time. So we need to put in um, quite a lot of planning and a, a better strategy around what we're going to do come D-Day, which is has thankfully been moved out again by another month. Moved to June or, or end out? of May. End yeah, of May. I okay. think it's the end of May. But I, I, the truth is, is that it's coming, and we need to start looking at this. And the same will happen in Joburg. There's been warnings that you know by 2021 we're going to have a similar situation here. Although all of our dams are sitting at way over 100 percent. Um, you know, the amount of people flocking to both Cape Town and Joburg, the, the current systems are not um, sustainable to support the amount of people. So something as, a, as VML that we really need to get 
better at in terms of planning for, for this eventuality? Well, I think, I think it's an opportunity for South Africa because in, in crisis, and there's been so much bad planning, to your point, on the government of Cape Town's part, from what I can tell, but there's other cities that will experience, that have these same ingredients around the world, these same ingredients that led to this. And if, we, if you can turn it on your head, it can be a source of innovation and change and progress. Just got to get out of our own way you know, and stop. You know, it, you know, it has to, has to be planned ahead. Yeah, look, I mean, we, we, unfortunately, our political climate is, is populated with, with a huge amount of corruption and, and bungling idiocy, frankly. Um, <laughs> and, um, and, and, you know, we, have, we absolutely have the money and the ingenuity to get around these kinds of things um, if, if there was a political will to do it. So, I mean, that is a tragedy, actually. Um, we have much more money than a lot of other countries for many things. Our education system is a disaster, um, and there's no good reason for it. We have, we have all the resources we could possibly need. So I think that in order for South Africa, we'll survive. I mean, we're survivors. We, 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 you know, we, come, we get to the brink over and over, but we always manage to pull back. But I think in order to thrive, we need, we need a real spirit of, of innovation and forward thinking. We need to pull ourselves out of this stagnant kind of corrupt, greed-driven system. And we need to get to something that's a lot more visionary. And I think in our own small way, what we try to create in our business is a, is a kind of safe harbor from that kind of thinking. Like we try to create a safe place for people to be that has vision, that has drive, that has energy, that has really high standards. Um, and in our own way, we try to contribute to making our society better. I mean, you know, we're, we're only a few hundred people, but hopefully through the work we do as well, we can really inspire positive change. Yeah, you could feel from VML South Africa and Native South Africa, Native VML before that in name, you can feel the, um, as a VML around the world, what you feel from here is entrepreneurialism, mm -hmm and innovation and the sense of a real grit and kind of sense of fight. And I think that comes from what you're talking about, Jared, because it, in the work that you have done, it's inspirational to everybody. And it, last year at Cannes, for example, just sitting there in, in France on the big stage and to see the work for Absolute, it just lit up the main stage. It was all from South Africa. So it's, it's de you're do definitely doing something right in terms of spirit of innovation and entrepreneurialism. What I love about the work, and I mean, a lot of the credit goes to Ryan, who, who heads up our creative um, uh, area, um, it's very African, and mm -hmm. and that used to mean. I mean, as much as Absolute has reclaimed this idea of um, of what it is to come from one source, etc., I think that what I hope our work can do is reclaim what it means to be African, because the word African has been linked to so many negative things, to wars, to famines, to slavery, to all kinds of of horrendous stuff, and actually, what we're what we're hoping that we're a part of is a, is a sort of African renaissance. We want to be part of, of, of associating Africa with, with positive stuff and, and innovative stuff, but not just copying Europe or the US, which, which have many of their own problems, but actually carving out our own space. And I think at its best, the sense of style and design and music and culture that you see is incredibly unique and, and really, really exciting. And I think that's why audiences react that way. When they see it, it's like, yeah, you can we feel haven't it. seen this before. This is something totally unique. It's, it's definitely unique. I mean, it's, it's, it's chill-worthy work that you're doing. Well, so in closing, so we, 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 there's so much we could, we could talk about, but I want to, um, we've got a whole uh, week ahead of us. We need, to, we need to have a lot to do here, so uh, we'll keep it moving. But So Jason Zanopoulos, um, who had the role, so 
Jared, you're now the CEO of, of VML South Africa. Jason was that role before. He's moved into a global position as chief vision officer. And Jason's great. But Jason, how do we keep him from meddling down here? How do we keep, <laughs> how do we keep Jason's going to still live in South Africa? He's so passionate. How do we, we kind of kick him out and make sure that he doesn't bother you guys? I'm not sure we want to. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm just, I just know Jason's listening, so I thought I'd do that. But. Well, then I'm glad I said that. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. But no, Jason will do that. And, and uh, well, Danielle, in closing, we're going to be in uh, together in Santa Monica in California here in a couple weeks, not too far away. It's in early March. Uh, what are you looking forward to most at just seeing the rest of your VML family there? Oh, I'm so excited. Um, I was uh, with everyone in Napa and got to meet, um, you know, all the leaders from around the globe. And I cannot wait to reconnect. Three years is a long time. So much has happened. And just just to share, just to learn, just to, you know, build our vision for the coming year. Um, yeah, so just I'm really excited. It's not that far away, two weeks. So I know, three I weeks, know. I guess it's, it it's just around the corner. Well, you guys, congratulations on all the success you've Thanks. had. For, for years here, you, know, you guys have worked together for a long time. And I think we're, I think we're just beginning. Uh, the dawn of VML South Africa is here. It's an exciting week. Congratulations to both of you. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks for the chance to chat. Thanks for listening. This has been 25 at 25, a celebration of our 25th anniversary at VML and the people that make VML so special.